0: Welcome to the Together Sober Podcast. I am your host, Louise Barnett, former Fortune 100 Global Sales Director turned Jay Shetty Accredited Life Coach. Each week, we will provide you a safe space of guidance, empathy, accountability, and support, helping you to find effortless sobriety and mentor. You know the whole concept of paying it forward that's exactly what hit subscribe does it sends a message to the universe to people who need to hear the lessons and the tools from the together sober podcast hit subscribe welcome back to another solo episode of the together sober podcast where my mission every single week is to help us create survival guides out of our collective stories and conversations in an effort to find lasting and effortless sobriety. I had the most incredible conversation with an individual today. His episode will be airing at the end of June. I cannot wait for it. And I guess this might be a spoiler alert, but a huge a huge piece of the conversation was this topic of resilience and mental resilience. And this idea that whatever our current circumstance is, we're taking that current circumstance and we are using it to propel us forward and get us closer to where we want to be, where we need to be. And, you know, into becoming the best version of ourselves, essentially, right? And I love this because I think in so many ways, so many of us tend to take our current circumstance and do a few things with it. Sometimes we let it like stand in our way, like as a barrier. Sometimes we allow it to like be an excuse. um, And ultimately that, you know, ends up holding us back. Um, There's just like a lot of ways that I think we allow our current circumstance to, to keep us exactly where we are rather than moving us forward. And if we can kind of flip the script and change the conversation and really look at our current circumstance and, and it doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's good, it's bad, it's ugly, it's terrible. It's amazing. Like we can take that current experience and it's our choice, how we perceive that and what we do with it. Right, and how we use it to move us forward. And the reason I think it resonated so strongly with me um, today in particular is Mm -hmm. because I really associate it a lot with the current struggles um, that I've been having with my physical health. And I talk about it like here and there, bits and pieces on the podcast, but I uh I'm going to run with it, you know? Um, so December 26th, 2021, I, that's when I got COVID um, for the first time, actually only time, hopefully. <laughs> um, and uh, that ended up uh, 81 days. I had a fever and was extremely ill with COVID. So I'm considered a long hauler uh, or a long COVID victim. And out of that illness, that you know, almost three-month illness came my diagnosis with mast cell activation syndrome, which uh doesn't technically fall under the autoimmune category, but uh it's a really kind of rare, rare disease. And so for all intents and purposes, it kind of functions very similarly to an autoimmune disease. And so I spent, you know, really the rest of 2021 just really battling, like truly battling and understanding, um, that disease and just dealing with so many different symptoms and sicknesses and just kooky, you know, EpiPens and ER visits. And I mean, every day was just a new adventure. Um, with that, uh, we, we then relocated to Colorado July of 22. So, you know, we're, we're now, Almost coming on it, you know, a year of these symptoms. And when I came to Colorado, I one of the reasons we came here was so I could seek, you know, a, a different kind of care, uh, really leaning into a marriage of Western and Eastern philosophy with medicine. And um, but since I've been in Colorado, I've just every week, quite literally, just sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker, and. Sicker. and I'm recording this, um, May 4th of 2023 and in the past two months, my sickness has just been off the charts. Um, I've been on antibiotics five times in two months, you know, urgent care visits constantly just, I mean, literally to the point where you sometimes think like I'm at the point of no return. Like, I don't know how I can function. Um, and it, it's, it, you know, gets to that scary point, right? Um, yet you're doing all the right things. I'm seeing seven doctors a week, like, and, and yet nothing is making sense. Nothing is getting better. And finally um, <clears throat> my functional medicine doctor, Dr. Shannon Evans um, had been pushing me and had been saying for quite some time now, like, I'm pretty sure you have mold. Like a lot of these symptoms are sounding like mold toxicity. And so we went ahead and did a test for mold, which was going to take four weeks to kind of come back. And in the meantime, I, it kind of like light bulb went off in my head and I was like, maybe I should get my house tested for mold, you know, um, because if my doctor thinks I have it, I obviously got it from my environment, but um, I should also add um, that since I've been in Colorado, I've also been diagnosed as immune deficient. So not only do I have this autoimmune disease that, you know, is constantly causing havoc and I'm constantly getting sick, but now, you know, as human beings, we have like, I think it's 23 or 24, like immune antibodies, right. That protect us from infection and through some really intensive blood work and some work that I've been doing with, um, national jewish here in colorado um discovered that only 11 of my antibodies actually function so less than half of of what is supposed to be protecting me from disease is is actually working so that's clearly obviously contributing to to just the constant infections and and everything that i've been struggling with so finally got the house tested um for mold and lo and behold, the same week that we now confirm that the house has mold, I also get my urine analysis back. I also have extremely high levels of mold in my body and everything is kind of starting to make sense. And it's the first time in 18 months, almost two years that I've had some kind of hope for the future of my health. And And so we're finally getting to this point. I end up vacating the the house. I'm I'm living in a hotel right now while we get everything remedied um, back at the house. And you know, it's so interesting because I think about this conversation that I had today with this individual. His name's James Elliott, so just keep an eye out for his episode. Um it's really making me think about how i am reacting to and how i am using what has been put on my plate because for probably the majority of the time if i'm being completely honest like behind closed doors i feel really fucking sorry for myself like every day um i have a lot of anger i have a lot of sadness i have a lot of resentment i have a lot of hopelessness. Um, and I allow those to be the primary emotions kind of driving me day, to, day in and day out. And I think a lot of them are warranted, right? I, I do quite literally wake up every single day in some kind of pain and suffering, right? Like physical pain and suffering um but what i think is really interesting about this idea that we can take what's on our plate and use it to propel us forward so i can't necessarily change what my experience of the past 18 months has been with my health but i can look at my current situation and what i'm so grateful for right now is a i am 3 days out of the house and and by no means close to being cured or detoxed from this mold, um, which is very scary by the way. Um, if you have weird and wacky symptoms, please look up mold toxicity. Um, my lungs were on their way to failure. Um, so I was in stage two mold toxicity. I couldn't breathe. My lungs weren't functioning. Like it, it's very scary stuff you guys, and it affects your brain and it can affect your brain long-term and permanently. Um, so if you have weird and wacky symptoms out there, um, they can range, you know, from anything from rashes to headaches, to brain fog, to memory loss, to, I was suffering a lot of bronchial and lung upper res- respiratory symptoms. Um, just maybe do a mold test in your house because um, it's very, 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 very serious. Um, but now I'm in this position after this conversation today with James Elliott, thinking to myself, okay, how can I use this to propel me forward instead of playing the victim over and over and over again and to me the first step to understanding how to do that because that can feel kind of daunting to be like okay how do you take 18 months of chronic illness and pain and suffering and turn that into into your future well first i i think to myself let's think about what i'm grateful for right because if we can we, we can put ourselves in that frame of mind and get those dopamine hits, right. That we know that gratitude gives us, that's going to put us in the right direction. And so here I am day three feeling like not amazing, but like when I tell you guys, I was sick in bed every single day for like months, like, yes, like I would have a few hours here and there, where I could come on and record a podcast. And, you know, I, I portray myself on social media, looking all you know, there's not a recent picture of me on social media in a long time um, if you actually do your research. But, um, you know, here I am grateful to have had three days where I feel like I'm actually functioning, you know, at a 60% capacity, which which right now is something I'm extremely grateful for. Um, and I'm grateful because it's the first time in 18 months that I've had any kind of hope for my future. And I do see a road to recovery for myself. And I do see a path to not living in a 40% capacity way, but living at 110% capacity, the way that I want to be living. Um, I am grateful because I, you know, I've moved into a hotel. Um, Thank you, Hilton. Um, And I am embracing the solitude and the alone time and, I don't feel lonely right there's a difference between being alone and feeling lonely and i'm really 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 welcoming what that is allowing me to explore within myself and and to do um i am grateful because we are planning on buying a house next year the house we're in right now is temporary um so next year we're buying our you know forever home And I have so much knowledge and information now about what to look for, for inspections and mold toxicity, right? And, and all of these things to look towards. I'm grateful because this is, we have a lot of trouble sometimes with Annabelle, um, always kind of being mama's girl and um, that relationship with Paul, right? They, they started their relationship when Annabelle was four years old. She's almost 10 now, Um, but he missed those those first four years of her life, um, which, you know, we'll never get back. And so I'm grateful that they're able to spend this time together, really bonding and developing their relationship. That is magical. And that is paving the road for something so beautiful. And I'm grateful that despite every challenge that I've had over the past 18 months, and I am not going to diminish the challenges that I had have had and still have, because it has been just an uphill battle day in, day out, true pain and suffering every day. And I'm a fucking badass because I still started a podcast and I still, you know, landed my dream job working with Jay Shetty certification school. And, you know, all of these things still somehow managed to come together together. And I think it's because my heart has been in the right place the whole time. And so I just share this example because, you know, it hasn't all come easy. And I think I've probably spent the majority of the time, like I said, if I'm being honest, probably in that negative mindset and thus allowing my health challenges to hold me back. But just kind of out loud walking through this exercise of gratitude for a situation and a health concern that one could argue, how could you possibly have gratitude for that? Um, is really powerful because what it does is helps to really pull back the curtain and open up what that road ahead can look like. And I think that this is so directly correlated to to the sobriety journey. Um, especially when we get to that stage that we're really wrestling with things, right. That stage where we're looking ourselves in the mirror and saying, God, I don't even recognize you anymore. Who is that person staring back at me? Um, how did I get this far? How did I get to this place? Look at my marriage. It's in the gutter. Look at my relationship with my kids. Right. And, while that all can feel really true there's also so much of that struggle that is necessary to pave the road for a lasting and effortless sobriety journey and so i if you right now are in a state of mind as it relates to your alcohol journey, your drug drug journey, maybe a personal experience, maybe a relationship journey, a a health experience like I've been struggling with for the past 18 months. Um, Just grab a notebook, grab a piece of paper, a post-it, put it on your notes and start to think of what you can actually gain from this experience rather than what has been taken from you or what has been lost. So rather than thinking what alcohol has taken away from you, right, or what you've lost because of it, what can you actually gain because of it? Because that's future thinking, right? That's future pacing. And future pacing is gonna get us to sobriety. That's gonna get us where we need to be. So I'm I'm future pacing my health journey. And I didn't have this clarity like even two weeks ago. But in this conversation today, just this idea that we are allowed to give ourselves permission and it is our responsibility to flip the script, to change the narrative. We can be whatever we wanna be. We can be sober. We can be a successful moderator. We can be healthy. And it's not about manifestation, right? It's not about the, like the woo-woo stuff. That's not, that's not what I'm getting into today. It's about our perception of our current reality and what that means for our future self. So the current reality of me being extremely ill to the point where I don't know, like I, I can't commit to something 12 hours from now let alone 24 hours, let alone next week. Right. Um, because I don't know where my health is going to be. Um, what does that mean? It means that I am super efficient with the time that I am gifted with. Right. Most of us have 12 hours in a day to accomplish work, life, family, right? Right now I have like if I'm lucky, like four. So I am have learned very quickly and efficiently how to manage that time. That's something else that is coming out of this health journey and this health experience. Um, I've learned how to listen to my body. I've learned how to listen to my mind. I've learned what I need. I've learned when I need to slow down. I've learned to ask for help. All of these things that are, are taking me to the next level of where I want to be. It's all serving me. These 18 months are serving me. And I don't really understand all the lessons right now. Um, it's still pretty easy to slip into that victim mindset. But I know, and I'm starting to see it now, Um, now that I've had three days of actual clarity and this brilliant conversation with James Elliott, I am really starting to see how much of this is actually in my own control. And that's what I really want you guys to hear and to listen to that like your current situation is so much more in your control than you think it is. And yes, we're talking about an addictive substance, right? So I get it. I know, like I've been there. Um, But there's so much still about your current circumstance that is within your control. So take a look at yourself in the mirror. Ask yourself about your current circumstance. And even if you feel like it's shitty right now, and even if you're in the middle of relapse after relapse after relapse, even if you're nearing your rock bottom, even if you just God hate what is staring back at you and don't understand how you got there. What can you take from it? What can you learn from it? What lessons are there and how is it serving you? That question, how is it serving you is the most powerful question that brought me to sobriety. Whenever I thought to you know pour a glass of wine, if I was wrestling in my mind, whether I wanted to when I didn't, I would ask myself, is this serving me? And we can ask ourselves that same question in the sense of how is this current circumstance serving me? How is what is on my plate for dinner tonight serving me? How is this moving me forward? And having that appreciation and that gratitude for a perceived negative experience is what pulls you out of that negative experience. If you sit and wallow in the negative experience and play the victim card, right? It's easy to play the victim card. That's the easy way out. The hard thing to do, the thing outside of your comfort zone is to try to look at it from a different perspective and ask yourself how it's serving you. So for the rest of my health journey, which is the rest of our lives, I'm committing to asking myself how it is serving me, how it is moving me forward, what I can gain from this experience, rather than what this experience is taking away from me. Keep an eye out for James Elliott's episode. I don't know the episode number yet, but it's coming out the last Monday in June. I cannot wait for you to listen to it. This one's probably going to drop a little bit before it, Um, but it's a really thought-provoking episode. He's written a badass book that I cannot wait for you guys to read, and I'm just grateful that uh, I was able to have that really honest, open conversation uh, with James today because it really, really, really put some things in perspective to me and made me realize that you know, living in this kind of victim mindset for the past 18 months, it's okay, I suppose, but it's, it's not going to get me where I want to be. And so I'm, I'm really extending some gratitude to him, um, for that conversation. And I encourage everybody to take a look at your current circumstance and rather than, you know, recognizing what it's pulling away from you or taking away from you or what you've lost because of it. Just focus on what you can gain from it, what you have already gained from it, that you might not realize the lessons are there, right? Every experience has a lesson. Every experience, we have something to gain from. And really start challenging your brain to start thinking about every situation, every circumstance from that perspective. And that is what is going to pull you out of that rut and place you into that space to to receive effortless and lasting sobriety. Thanks so much for listening today. I will see you next week with another solo episode. If you're still listening right now, I'm going to assume that you really liked this episode. And if that's the case, can you please go ahead and rate and review the Together Sober Podcast? What this does is organically puts the podcast into more listeners' ears, thus creating more lasting and effortless sobriety and mental peace for others.